So, something raised in the Monetary Policy Committee meeting today, I think it was a question to the Reserve Bank Governor, can and should Zimbabwe join the South African or the RAND Monetary Union area? Tim Namo is a Head of Trading and Currency Specialist at Ironhead Trading. What is the ZAR, the RAND Monetary Union, Tim? Uh, Good evening, Bruce. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, Essentially, I suppose a simple explanation of the CMA would be that it's a uh, you know, it's a number of con- uh, countries that have uh, their own currency, but similar monetary conditions, um, and access, uh, conceptual access to South African uh, foreign, sorry, not South African foreign markets, our local markets. Uh, and what that does is it creates an area of common stability and currency values and so on. So, in that, you might put Namibia, you might put Lesotho in there, for example. Yeah, and Swaziland. Yeah, and Swaziland. Okay, so can and should Zimbabwe be included there? Uh, well, that one is a little bit of a difficult one to answer because the the issues are related to the stability of the the or the instability of the Zim economy and um, uh, currency situations, and that has really got a lot to do with imports versus exports and the, the deficit there, and government spending versus revenue, and government uh, spending far exceeds revenue, and they've never been able to get that under control, which has uh, persistently caused problems. First, it was the hyperinflation that led to the abolition of the Zimbabwe dollar, and then later on that crept into the system a second time, which has led us to where we are now. So the short answer is probably not. I mean, it wouldn't definitely not be in South Africa's interest to bring Zimbabwe in its current economic state into a monetary union because it would destabilize the South Africa's own currency in our own in our own region. Well, overall, I'd say South Africa has more to lose than the probability of you know, Zim coming out of this in a in a, in a positive situation. So, Although, mm. you know, at the end of the day, it works for very small economies like Lesotho and Swaziland, so who knows, if they get things under control in Zim, uh, they might be able to. But the biggest problem in Zim is it's factors like there's very little, um, call it industrial production or exports, and a lot of that has been squeezed over the last, uh, call it, uh, the last five, ten years. And um, on top of that, about 80% of government expenditure, government expenditure is a recurrent expenditure, which is basically salaries. Yeah, I so mean, there's not a lot that goes into the economy, etc. What would be in it for Zim to join in with a monetary union with South Africa? Why might they be keen to do so? I don't know if they are, but why might they be keen to do so? Well, one of the weaknesses with the with the dollarization and the multi currency. Uh, environment that was introduced is that normally when a country dollarizes, there's a bit of a negotiation and agreement with the Federal Reserve in terms of um, sort of banking systems and especially banknotes. So, for example, you know, banknotes over time uh, wear out and get dirty. Um, in Zim, because there was no formal arrangement, obviously because of uh, sanctions and the political situation in Zim, that arrangement was never set up with the Federal Reserve. So there was a point where uh, you had Zimbabwe, you had US dollars floating around in Zim, and then over time, those, for example, those dollars would get really dirty, and people would literally launder money as in soap and water to clean off the notes. So, and then that led to the introduction of the bond, these bond, first, first mm-hmm. it was bond coins and bond notes, and then that's when the, uh, the numbers started being fiddled. 
It's just it's such a depressing space for a country like Zimbabwe to be in. I mean, you know, um, everyone's having new dawns at the moment, and Zimbabwe had this uh, perception of a new dawn. Uh, and, you know, it sort of just feels more like the bad old days of Zimbabwe with the president this last weekend raising the petrol price and then going off to Russia and taking days to respond to a tragedy unfolding in his own country. I mean, it just feels like, you know, Zimbabwe is just going to keep bashing its head against the floor if they don't have a, a creative solution to stabilize that economy and that environment. Yes, I think the the key problem that has started since the days of the initial land reform and so on was that uh, there was never any anything constructive in terms of driving the economy in new directions, in, in terms of um, uh, revenue and so on. So you could, you know, in a lot of ways, you could just call it the, the, the effect of a resource curse. Is that on the surface, the perception is like, okay, we've got minerals and tourism, so you know that can get the company. So sorry, that can get the country going, or keep the country going. Meanwhile, as the global economy has changed, and um, as as dynamics and and, and uh, global trade flows have changed, we never really uh, kept up with that. No, it didn't. Tim, thank you very much for answering the question for us this evening. The head of trading and a currency specialist at Ironhead Trading, Tim Namo, this evening.